Oh my God. I am so excited to bring you this episode this week with the legendary, iconic, incredible, kind, stunalinga, RuPaul's Drag Race alum, Jan Sport. This is a moment years in the making. I am absolutely obsessed. It was basically right about now, three years ago, that she was debuting on season 12 of Drag Race, and we were talking to her drag mother, Alexis Michelle, all about Jan, and I'm so happy we finally did this. The timing was exactly right. So you're going to love this episode, but before you check it out, if you want to support the podcast, you can spend $5 a month on our Patreon, Drama Plus, where you get access to our Instagram close friends and bonus episodes on our special drama plus feed we are going through our predictions on the tony awards for this season and we've got about a month until they're announced and we're having so much fun we love your support we're thrilled that you found us this week and and listening to our episode week after week if you could go into wherever you listen to your podcast and rate us five stars 100 percent a plus because of course we're all those things right right <laughs> Um, anyway, <laughs> thank you so much again. Dylan and I love you. Patreon.com slash the drama podcast. Enjoy this episode with Jan. You're going to absolutely love it, just like we did. All right, on to the show. Press play. Curtain of an hour in. It's time to take spin. The shade and tea to spill. Ooh, drama. Oh, that's a tweet. Did they book? Who got nom? They option no. Oh, I'm not well. What, what star will we talk to today? Oh, that's a gag, honey. Say no more. Drama. Drama. Welcome to Drama, a podcast that covers theater, pop culture, love, and life. I am Connor McDowell. And I am Dylan McDowell. I'm a little gagged. Yeah, and by a little, you know, I mean a lot. We often say this, but you can tell within the first 30 seconds to a minute how the pod is going to go. Mm-hmm, exactly. When the exactly. guest arrives. And I am living already. I know you are. But before we get into it, you need to tell me a little bit more about your Vegas trip because we haven't like formally caught up. It's been such a crazy week. I know. I feel like I haven't talked to you at all. And you know, a friend of ours very early on said, don't only catch up on the pod because it will ruin your, your brotherhood and friendship. <laughs> but here we are catching up on the pod. I was just in Vegas for three days with my same-sex partner, as we like to call him. Right. And I understand the hype now. You're, no, you're Nomi Malone. I was full Nomi Malone. In fact, I was maybe even Crystal Connors. The whole thing wow. is absolutely amazing. Wow. It is crazy there. But having like lived in New York and done the New York thing, I was prepared. Okay. You know, the the people on the street who try and get you to take photos and then charge you for them. Like, you know, like it's all par for the course in many ways. I am down like $250, but that's okay. Oh, shit. Um, roulette got me good. You gambled? A little bit, a little bit. Oh, I, wow. I didn't really understand blackjack or anything. I don't, under, but... I don't know how to do any of them except the s- slot machine. Mm-hmm. Which is so fun. It's so fun. Some of them actually have that old fashioned lever that you can pull down and it, it, it you feel like, like Nomi in the first scene when she arrives <laughs> actually in Showgirls and she gets real lucky. But anyways, I have to say the best part is the shows that they have in Vegas. Oh, I know. You didn't see Adele though. No, but I was in Caesars and there's a gift shop. It wasn't open though, because she wasn't performing. But I, I was thinking, what would Adele merch be? Um, her face. Lyrics? Her face. Wait, yeah. you know her official fans are called Daydreamers. Yes. It's a rather iconic name for a fan base. Iconic is a word. You know, I don't know if they refer to themselves as that though. Oh, she does she call them that? No, I think it's like one of those things where like you're, if you're on an email list, they might address you as that. Oh, okay. I see. I see. I see. Like, hey, Daydreamers, the new Weekends with Adele merch is out. Anyway, anyways, the highlight of the trip goes without saying RuPaul's Drag Race Live in Las Vegas. It was unreal. Of course, you know, the cast was fantastic. Deja Sky was a part of it. And she she made me sob. Wait, she, <laughs> I love her. Yeah. I'm glad that she made you sob. What she what number did. did she sing? It was This Is Me from The Greatest Showman. And it, oh, it literally fine. made me sob. I know that people think it shouldn't be performed anymore by drag queens, but <laughs> I sobbed. They did like a montage beforehand about how RuPaul's Drag Race coincided with the Obama years and the legalization of same-sex marriage. And oh. Ru's voice just... Oh my God, I love this so I know. And much. I, I wish I would have been there with you. We were just like, hey, next time, next time. Okay. Because they kind of rotate the girls. Like it's, it's Pangina is going to be doing it this summer, which is like the first non-American drag race girl to be doing it. So I think, I think it's going to be there a while. Oh yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad. We need to bring in our guest who I know. of course 
is a RuPaul's Drag Race legend. And I will read a little description before we jump in, but our guest today is gonna rule the world. You know the doll and fell in love with her on season 12 of RuPaul's Drag Race, where she brought the Jantasy week after week. Despite being famously robbed, this superstar was the only queen from her season to return for All Stars 6 to dominate the Rusical at last and continue to prove to the world that she is a legend. She is an actress, singer, and television personality known in particular for her live vocals. She studied theater at Boston Conservatory and has weaponized that BFA ever since. Outside of Drag Race, the girl starred in The Bitch Who Stole Christmas alongside Friend of the Pod, Krista Rodriguez, appeared on season 13 of The Voice Finale with Jesse J, and competed on America's Got Talent with Stephanie's Child, her drag queen girl group with Rosé and Laguna Blue. In 2018, she won the title of Breakthrough Artist and was nominated for Best Vocalist at the New York Nightlife Awards. I mean, come on. This queen has toured the world, performing her original music, including Jantasy and Gay Hands Up, alongside Alaska and friend of drama, Peppermint. She is the girl next door and so much more. Please welcome to drama, Jan Sports! Drama! What's going on, y'all? How are you? So good. We're so happy to have you, Jan. So good. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm gagged. Thank you for that intro. That was beautiful. Beautiful. Oh my God. Girl, you did the work. I just had to read about it. Thank you. That was pretty <laughs> sickening, though. You you really took me down memory lane with that one. Oh, oh. the voice, Jesse J, one of the highlights of my literal life. College BFA. I got my BFA. I went to school with RuPaul's Drag Race alumni, Marsha, 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 and Lucy LaDuca. We all went to the Boston Conservatory at one time or another with both of them. You were in the middle. Yeah, as Marin once once sang, meet me in the middle, sweets. And that's where I was. <laughs> um, amazing. I'm yeah, because Lucy's like 32. You're our age, I believe. You're 29. And then yeah. Marsha is young. Grr. Yeah, Marsha is 18 years young. Right. No, she's like, <laughs> I think she's maybe 24, 25. Spring check in that one. Maybe she's 26. Oh my God. She looks really young. I know. She does. We saw her. We went to see Moulin Rouge like about a month or so ago in New York. And she was there. Alexis Michelle was there too. Amongst wall-to-wall legends. Alexis Michelle mother yes. was there. <laughs> and she was in full geesh. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha was. It was amazing. I felt bad whoever sat behind her, but she looked amazing. <laughs> sure. Wait, did you see the video that she made that was on the set? Was she in that It was look? that look, yes. It was like, the, it, it must have been like yes. that same day or something like that. Cheers. She looks gorgeous. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. Now, I didn't know she sang, oh. though, because I don't think we got the chance to hear her sing. I know. She, honey, she said, I'm going to cut loose, foot loose, okay? <laughs> uh, not not to be confused with the viral sensation sweeping the nation, let loose. Or RuPaul's Drag Race rusical wig loose. There's a lot of them. <laughs> loose is being really thrown into the conversation. <laughs> I know. Connor has been a part of it for years. I was just going to say, I, I finally feel represented in the culture. This is so beautiful. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad that RuPaul's Drag Race can really bring that to you. You know, <laughs> Like you were saying about Deja Sky, you know, that performance, th- this is what that performance is all about. This is me. And I'm so <laughs> glad that you are experiencing that for yourself live in Living Color. It's beautiful. Thank you so much. Wait, I need to know, why aren't you in the Vegas show? You know, it's a lot of the Voss girls and then some specific girls that they have. And I don't work with Voss. All love to the cast and the crew. They're so phenomenal. But yeah, I don't think it's I don't think it's going to be my vibe. Yeah, um, that's fair. period. I, but I would love to go see it. Um, what I was going to come on here and and say when you were talking about Vegas and you were hooked and you get it now. Yeah. Three words: Viva Las Vegas. Love the place. <laughs> it's I amazing. Was there, I was there two weeks ago, so I think right before you. Yeah. Did you see any shows? Oh, Cirque du Soleil. Okay. Did you see O? I saw O. I saw Ka. I saw love. I saw the new one at the win. Sweetie, I Girl. make rounds. I live for <laughs> You have like a, a Cirque du Soleil, like frequent flyer pass. <laughs> totally. Like I am diamond medallion when it comes to. <laughs> it's like when Connor and I went to see Waitress every month, they put in a new gen on Broadway. We were literally like a rewards <laughs> member. <laughs> That's <of> incredible. I- <laughs> <laughs> on the 10th performance, you get a free ticket. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I've never done Cirque du Soleil culture, but Dylan, you saw... Or wait, no, we did growing up. Wait, didn't we see... It was called Kidam. It toured 
when we were kids. It was actually like scary. Scary. It was like a, a headless man in a trench coat. But oh, sounds um, like you're logging on to Grinder any night. <laughs> he and Dom. Oh my god. <laughs> does sound like Grinder. Yeah. I saw Absinthe, which isn't Cirque du Soleil. It's something different. Okay, but wait. Talk to me about amazing. Her. It was absolutely raunchy beyond belief dance studio. It was just like full of insane burlesque meets like, I don't know, acrobat. It was the other half of our group, which was my boyfriend's mom and stepdad. They saw, oh, okay. and so we saw, and we saw absinthe and they were saying that it was like death defying stunts and things. And there was elements of that, but there was also like an absolutely crazy, like Kristen Wiig-esque girl. <laughs> describing the flaps of her vagina like during the show and there was a lot of like audience crowd work and stuff so it was hysterical it was amazing are y'all 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 are housewives girls oh oh yes okay i saw nini leaks in a show called zumanity that was cirque du soleil she i don't know if y'all saw the season where she was like practicing for it but i saw that girl in that show that for my 21st birthday and let me tell you she did not describe it like flaps in, or anything like that but she was truly coughing going she had to have been sick and she was going <laughs> up on this piano like <laughs> and she's like what is your lover's most sexual part oh. and it was like the most uncomfortable experience <laughs> did i tweet her afterwards and say that i think that she tore the house down 1000 <laughs> percent gagged about nini wait new atlanta trailer dropped today okay saw the pictures didn't see i also saw the pictures didn't see the trailer (laughs) (laughs) we're not visiting bravotv.com i'm a little skeptical because although last year you know marlo finally got her peach sheree came back the season did not deliver a single iconic moment for me, unfortunately. So I'm like going into this next one a little skeptical, but it'll be fun. It looks like Kim is back. Wig is back. Oh, legend. God up in heaven. I need that woman back on my TV. Lover or hater, she is entertaining. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Is that tardy? I'm not an Atlanta person, but is this tardy to the party? She is. Yes. She okay. is tardy okay. to the party. I know Kim. Well, I know her from Dancing with the Stars fame, I must admit. So. Yeah. Amazing. How <laughs> Dan- could we forget? Dancing right. with the forget? Dancing with the Stars was my gateway into reality competition shows. It was like Dancing with the Stars and then Drag Race. That's really the only two. Oh, Big Brother in the middle there, actually. Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Dancing with the Stars is the gateway drug. It is. It is. It exposes Chan- you to such a game, wide range. Too much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Carrying up ass and, you know, you mm-hmm. go from there. Yes, exactly, exactly. Um, wait, were you a housewives person before you did Drag Race? No. No, okay. Probably good, right? Like, No, I really <laughs> wish that I could have gone back and really just been an absolute raging drama head. Like, I know that I could completely do it too and be good enough that it would go under the radar as drama, but, but cause some moments. But the other thing too is I wouldn't want to make it too much about that. I think that the fun thing about me on Drag Race was I was just being my stupid self and having a lot of fun. And I think people like to see that. So I wouldn't want to derail from my, you know, personality just to make some TV drama. But here's the thing. I will say this. When I was on All Stars and I was filming All Stars, I knew that they were trying to get me to like really, you know, crack. And I would yeah. I would find the camera. And I there we made a whole other robe because it was just moments of me just like just completely defeated. And I was like, mm. I know what's happening now. So I'm gonna hold this so that we get a good mm-hmm. shot of this for a minute because I know what's happening. And and sure enough, we had like four or five and, and sweetie, I <laughs> mm. I learned something. If if but if I had the housewives, who knows what I would have who knows what I would have done. For me, I was like, this couldn't be any more obvious than when they announced, was it Alexa Mateo? Somebody like that pulled out you and Pandora's name at the same time. I was like, we're doing this to Jan again. We're really. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And I was gagged because I really thought I was going home. Like, I was Mm. like, okay, it's my third time. Pandora hasn't been in. Like, it's totally fine. Like, I pled my case, but I don't know if the girls are going to, you know, want me there or not. I've been doing well, but, you know, whatever. And they just pulled Pandora and I was like, the, I was like, <gasps> like, I truly gasped. And I was like, mm-hmm. bitch, what? <laughs> and then that happened with Alexa. And I was like, oh, girl, please. I those like, I have like huge yellow nails on. And I'm just like, 
uh, like just yeah. freaking out. <laughs> was that when you were in like, it was actually kind of a pre-White Lotus look. Was that, yeah. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Trendsetter. Yes, absolutely. Oh my God. Jan, I have to say, I mentioned this in the intro, but All-Star 6 is like my new favorite season. It was just perfect cast. It was fun again. And it was truly anybody's game. Whereas I felt like there's some seasons that feel like, designed in a way for a redemption like the shake lay on all stars five totally i'm just a fan i don't do drag so i really can't say for myself but no thank you and you were part of it i love this both of the seasons that i was a part of i think season 12 is extremely special and i think all star six is so special too i love i did not know what people were going to think of it because i'll say it was different when we were there than what the edit was but not to say that it's not things that actually happened it was just I was surprised at some of the stories that they went, but I think that the stories showed a lot more heart. And I'm glad that you picked up on that because it was fun again. And we were all having a good time trying to enjoy each other's company. And and that's what it was. Like it was the first time we were all seeing each other too. Like it was COVID. Yeah. And we had to quarantine for 10 days without our phone, without seeing anybody. And then we saw each other and it was, it was really kind of a love fest. So that was really exciting. That's so interesting to hear. I'm really, really curious. So did it come out the year after season 12 aired or was it, you filmed it that summer? Of 2020? I filmed I filmed it the summer of 2020. Yeah. Oh. Right after um season 12 had ended. So okay. yeah, that was crazy. But I knew on season 12 basically that I was going to go back for All-Star Six because they had called me the day that I got home, like not even like the day that I got sent home, like in May when it was airing, like the day after I got eliminated from the show. They're still filming. They called me and they were like you should prepare for all stars and just have that on your mind because we want you to come back, you know, soon. And and I was like, okay, great. So that was really cool for me. I was like, see you next time, you guys. And you were the only girl from that season. Yeah, yeah. It was really cool. Now I'm curious, you said what you experienced in All Stars was different in a way when it the edit came through. Are you able to elaborate on that a little bit? Yeah, like there's like this one example that I think was so like would have been incredible TV. Essentially, we were doing the reading challenge and my delivery for the reading challenge was like way too mean and I did not have any humor with it. I was and I thought they were funny, but I was like, "Woo, this is tanking." And I think I said something about Yara being like Rue Yara was the first person that I ever saw in Las Vegas and I'm still recovering from the performance or something along the lines of that. And then Yara ended up winning the talent show and I didn't even place. And I was like, show that because that's like me putting direct shade. And she was like, we'll see what happens at the talent show. And I was like waiting for that moment of like, she like was ready to let me have it. And then afterwards she was Mm -hmm. letting me have it. She was like, see, see. And I was like, you were right, girl. Good for you. And so I was just surprised that like, those moments I they can't keep everything they have hours and hours of footage right. but i was like that was a direct i did the talent show and i loved it and i love my performance and oh you were amazing thank you and i was a little cracked but i was you know like let this is just how it is and i'm just here to have fun and to have that moment with yara i was like where was that like that right. the- that'd been easy easy drama Ex- right exactly there. exactly but honey they didn't it didn't make the edit yeah, she didn't go home that episode. That was the next one. She went home on the episode that I won. Another thing, she went home on the episode that I won, and I was like, "I'm gonna keep you." And then she went mm-hmm. home. Oh, right, because she was <laughs> she was Shakira, right? Yeah, she time. was Shakira. Okay, okay. I love that. It was such she a is such a she's cucaracha mama. <laughs> and then the game within a game, all of it was just really there. Like, yeah, you're right, y'all. It was and you won that lip sync though. Oh, thank you. You know, you Ilky, won the heartbreaker. Lipstick. Ilky w- brought out that guitar and I was like, mama, I wish that I could have had that pizza box in my room. She made that of like pizza box and just, and I was like, girl, good the hell for you. Like she did that. And I was like, I'm okay to accept defeat. I also broke the stage. So it was like, <laughs> I, go, I, go. I, I was so worried in that moment. I was like, oh, she, Rue was going to be oh, so mad, uh, you know, like me too. I was like, well, it was fun while it lasted. <laughs> What is the vibe on set when you're filming an all-star season? Is it as competitive as I imagine a, you know, a regular flagship season is, or are you there being like, okay, we know how to do this. 
we're coming in with elevated looks. We know how to look at the cameras. We know that it isn't always necessarily like it's a TV show. We know it's a TV show now. It's a TV show. So is it a little bit less? I don't know if tense is the right word, but is it less like? I think tense is a great word. I I, I think I, I think there's a lot of anxiety that comes with the with the initial season because you have no idea who anybody is. You have no idea. For the most part, it's a lot of people's first time on television, where to look, how to act, what to do, how to be natural and comfortable on camera, and who to please. And you're trying to win $100,000. So you ultimately have to not only appeal to the judges, but appeal to America as well. I, for one, was like walking on eggshells a little bit, having fun here and there, but I was like, I'm here to win and I want yeah. to do that. And that took a lot of time. When you go back for, to All-Stars from you know a regular season, it's so much more relaxed. You're like, I'm here to have fun and I want to win, but honey, let's have a good old time. We take our time there too. Like I remember there was one day when we were all running a little bit behind and Eureka was just like, you guys, we're not going to get on stage in 15 minutes. Let's all just take our time. They're going <laughs> to wait for us today because we have to do this and we're going to, and we're, we, we'll be there in 20 minutes, but we just need that extra five. And they were like, okay, Eureka, you got this girl. And like, they let us have that extra five minutes. So it's just like, we get to talk to them and have more of a relationship with them instead of being like, oh my God, I, if I don't have my nail on in five minutes, RuPaul's going to hate me. Like, it's it's not like that. Was there anyone you were truly, truly gagged to see walk into the workroom or do you kind of have a, an inkling beforehand? You kind of have an inkling of who's going to be there. I kind of knew who the whole season was going to be, to be honest. Like there was no yeah. true surprise. The, uh, you know what? Actually, I was surprised to see Eureka. I did not know if she would come back. I was like, she has her, you know, she has HBO. She has, we're here. Yeah. So that's like a huge thing for her. But I think it's really cool. I think Eureka is an incredibly talented queen and she's a pageant girl at heart. So I was like, honey, come get the crown. And, and I was happy to see her because she made the competition so much more fun and so much better. She's dynamite. She's so fucking good. Oh, I know. I love her. I love, like I said, I loved everybody in that cast. It was just, it was a good cast. Amazing. Everyone was yeah. likable. It was, it was, yes, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. And then who was it that you had seen? And you were just like, I can't believe I'm in the room right now with these yeah. queens that I watched. It was Trinity. <laughs> and now yeah. it, it, Trinity was, I, I, season six was the first season that I ever watched live. And so, and I was, I loved Trinity. I was like, this bitch can lip sync like her what a man lip sync and her i'm every woman lip sync like they stay in my mind i think she's one of the best of all time and to not only be in the room with her but to do like the beyonce and gaga moment with her on the show now we're going on a beyonce and gaga tour in europe and may so like oh the God. fact that i get to do this with somebody who i've looked up to like since before i even thought about having a drag career is like really really cool <sighs> That's magical. Yeah. Seriously. So incredible. It's, I'm so fortunate and so grateful that I got to do that and meet so many incredible entertainers. Like it's, it's beyond yeah. my wildest dreams. We got a lot of fun listener questions that I want to kind of pepper in here because yeah. I know you, you helped spread the word about that, but someone did ask who of the, somebody Moonstone asked, who were you closest to from the season 12 cast? Ooh. Oh, that's so hard. <laughs> I love all of them, so I feel like I, I hate to not include people. I feel like it's the people that I I tour a lot with Jackie. Jackie and I are on the road together. I mean, we were literally just in Washington, D.C. last night. Me, yeah. her, and Nikki always hang out together. I'm incredibly close with Britta, too. We grew up together in the scene. And Crystal and Heidi, we toured together a lot. We just saw Widow on the road. I mean, I literally love all of those girls for my season. Like, the season 12 chat is still alive. We still, you know, keep in touch with each other. I could say a couple, but I really feel close to the whole cast. I think that it's like every time we see each other, we're always there to really uplift each other and just tell each other that we love each other and that we can't believe we experience this together. But I would say yeah. probably the person that I work with the most is Jackie. Yeah. So <laughs> we can do that as a fun little answer. We, we love. We Wait, do who, love is sending, as well. who is blowing up the season 12 group chat? Like constantly sending memes, funny things. I feel like it's rock. Okay. Like oh. it's rock or Dahlia, <laughs> yeah. which I love. Yeah. That's Dahlia so fun. so sassy in there. She's so funny. I live for that shady bitch. I would love to see both of them. Hell yeah. Actually. See, I'm surprised that there's not more season 12 girls on All Stars because I think that the cast is just so iconic. Yeah. And yeah. 
I need, you know, I, we need to we need to have some more seats in twelve representation on there. I'm I'm very yeah. grateful I could be the one leading the brigade, but honey, we yes. got to get the girls on the show. We do, Mama. Yes. Now, was the season twelve group chat active while the show was airing? Oh yeah, yeah. We had nothing else to do. True. I know. Oh my god. We had nothing else to do. Just like everybody else. Oh my god. Yeah, it was nice because we obviously got to experience something incredibly different than anybody else who had done the show before. And while that was extremely traumatic and (laughs) horrifying, disappointing to an extent, I think that's something that keeps our cast set apart from other seasons because people really got to know us a lot. I mean, that was during Black Lives Matter and we would go online and we would raise money and do, you know, charity fundraisers when we would just go live and paint with each other. I mean, we would come together as a, as a cast and do those really cool things. And that's a bond that I think is so unique and special. We were really upset that we didn't get to travel with each other, but we were really happy that we yeah. at least got to grow really close to each other and at least be in touch with each other constantly because it's it's very hard on the road to stay in touch with everybody. So we were at least happy that we got to solidify our family and it's still standing strong to this day. That makes my heart so warm. That's so, so special. We th- Of all the questions we've been asking you, we forgot to ask you a key question that we ask all of our guests when they come on the podcast. Oh my God. And Chan, are you well? Am I well? I'm well. I'm very well. I'm a little a little loopy right now, but in a, in the best way. I was in DC last night and I performed Let Loose the remix yes. out. It'll I'll have already been out so stream Let Loose everyone, but yes. I'm still riding a high from that from last night. It's I'm I'm really great. Did everyone love it? Did the crowd go wild? They lost their minds. They absolutely loved it. We we tore, me and Jackie did a little rain on me. Jackie was like, let's raise some money for the ACLU and for some drag queens. And so we were like, yeah, we're going to do that. So we did a little rain on me, tsunami, had some fun. And yeah, I'm still riding on a little high from that from last night. Now, are you Gaga or are you Ari? Because I know you've, you've done looks inspired by both. Yes. Oh, my God. I did do Gaga last night. I was in my, okay. in, I was in my Gaga blonde and Jackie was in her Ariana Brown. And so we nice. did the damn thing. She was in a, oh no, she wasn't in a pony. She wasn't at one point though. And I was in an Erica Jane Bob um, earlier. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Which by the way, the looks of what her confessionals are this season, she is snatched. She's taking it. Girl, oh, she's taking it hard and I'm here for it. Mm-hmm. I'm an Erica Jane stan apologist. I live for the girl. So is Dylan. You're in really good Same. company. Yeah, you are. You are. Realize, realize, realize. I'm obsessed. <laughs> I'm a Rinna. I'm probably more with Jackie on that one then. I'm a Rinna girl. Oh, me too. Love. Freaking frack, Thelma and Louise. Uh, I love those two. <laughs> I'm going to miss her so much. I they know. really better turn it. I hear that they have some really good guests this season. Yeah, so I'm uh, like, here's the thing. If we need to get Kim Richards to film with Lisa gone, fine. But let me tell you, Kim better punch the clock. That's <laughs> all I'm saying. <laughs> She's appeared and been rather aloof, you know? Yeah. I need a couple episode arc. I can't just be like, well, Lisa Ren is off the show so I can go to lunch now. And that's right. it. I need the girls to punch in. I know. I yes. agree. I agree. No one was punching in more on that show than Lisa Renna. I know. Yeah, and she was there earlier than everybody else, too. I mean, she was always on time. Mama. Now, Connor asked you if you were a Housewives person before doing Drag Race. Yeah. Which Housewife would you have done in Snatch Game if you were like a super <sighs> Housewives fan at that point? I would have to work on it, but I would think I think I would love to do Dorit. I don't know why, but I think like it would be. I think she's one of my really really close friends. Mark always says that you're uh, a combination of two housewives from each franchise, and oh. I like to think that I am at least like like my main is a Dorit, and then I fluctuate between some others, but. I would love to just do her reunion look with like the snatched pony and all of the rhinestone berets. Like I would love to do that. She'd be like, PK, Jacka. <laughs> like, accent just... changes on every question. Totally. Oh my God. You know? That was good. It needs some work, but it it wouldn't be bad. You're in, yeah. you're on your way. Oh, I love to read. To change looks every time, maybe like that would be something mm-hmm. really cool, like different confessionals. Coke in the bathroom. Do you watch um Miami? No, but I did just start okay. watching Ultimate Girls Trip with two of the Miami girls, and I'm loving them so far. So I think that I need to take a trip. Everybody's like, you need to watch Miami. You could even start with season four of Miami, which is when they rebooted it. I'm sure everyone's told you that, but that's what I've heard. Yes. 
I think that might be it. I think I need to get through Ultimate Girls Trip. I want to watch Yellow Jackets. Do y'all watch Yellow Jackets? Oh, oh we love. Okay. And you'd love it as a, as a soccer star yourself. Okay, hello. Mm-hmm. Sport mama. <laughs> uh, I haven't watched all of season one, so I think I'm going to finish season one, watch season two, and then I can go into Miami because I, I really still want to climb the mountain of Orange County, and I have not watched a single episode of that show. I'm with but you. I do want to get there. I That's my that's my Kilimanjaro. That is my Mount Everest. And um, I would love to go there, <laughs> but I have to rev myself up for that for sure. It's a lot. It'll be worth it. I think it'll be worth it. We haven't done it either because we only got into Housewives during this oft-mentioned pandemic yes. and there was nothing else to do. I'm so glad that we are in that together because I feel like a lot of us are in that school yeah. and I feel like we are yeah. leading the brigade to a brighter tomorrow with that. We are. <laughs> <laughs> We're spreading the good word. <laughs> I don't know if it's just because now it's so prescient in our lives, but I feel like it's getting bigger now than it was even before. But it's maybe that's like that whole effect of like once you're into something, you see it everywhere. Totally. You hear of it everywhere. I don't know. Yeah, it's so interesting. No, I I do think that it had a little bit of a renaissance for sure in pop culture. I mean the fact mm-hmm. that like Teresa and Kenya and Kyle were in that Super Bowl commercial or that NFL commercial, they're back in the pop side guys right oh, now. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And they were acting <laughs> down. Oh yeah. Those girls punched in. They said SAG AFTRA, okay? They were ready to go. Mama, wait, if you watch, I don't know what they were advertising. I think it was Thor Love and Thunder last summer. Dorit was acting for the gods on the, literally the god of thunder, (laughs) on these little promo spots they were doing. She was in these scenes with Kyle and Dorit was taking it. Taking it. Eating Kyle Richards, actress, famous actress, alive. (laughs) Period. Yeah. And totally. of course, Garcelle is an actress too. But oh, anyway, okay. The beauty. <laughs> the beauty. We love, we love. Wait, I had a question really quick that was random about Drag Race, but I forget. Do you get sick of talking about Drag Race? No. Do you, do you still love watching it? Um, I will say I had to kind of take a break 13 and 14 and um, All Stars, even seven. Like I really, it was hard for me to watch it. Season 15, for some reason, and I know this is probably going to be a controversial opinion. I needed the shorter episodes. I needed it mm. to be a little bit shorter for me to get back into it. And I love, I think it's just my brain and how it works. And the long episodes are just like, they're just a little too dragged out for me so i um n- not even in a bad way it's just like i want to get to the meat and potatoes because i flew too close to the sun you know what i mean sure. like it's i i hope everybody enjoys all of the t- extra time that's on there i hope every <laughs> single one of you enjoy it but i wanted the 42 minute episodes again <laughs> and no yes. i know our friend isaiah always watches like the cold open and then he likes to just skip to the runway <laughs> <laughs> I mean, did we call that the cold open of Drag Race? I don't know, you called it the other day. I don't know. We just feel, and and I don't know how you feel because you were there for it, that we don't always need the rehearsal of the dances and all of that. Sure. Yeah. Especially because I think that it's like most of the time it always ends up being a good job. You're always like, oh, yeah. oh. It, like I, my favorite one is season 12, my episode of You Don't Know Me. We're doing this choreography. We're getting into a fight. And then all of a sudden we have fucking chairs. Everybody's like, where the hell did they get these chairs with this goddamn choreography on this chair? Where the hell did that come from? And I I think it's hilarious. I'm like, come on, y'all. There was drama there too, but at least give us a little segue into, and now the chair. So that Mm -hmm. it's not like a full 360 of just like something completely new or 180. Right. Yeah, right, yeah. Totally. Wait, did, were you the one when people started saying weaponizing their BFA? Was that, Did that come from you? Like, talking yeah. about you? I forget what happened, but I definitely did retweet it, and then it blew up from there. Whatever <laughs> yes. happened that, and then I told Rosé and Denali, I said, you're going to put your names on a fucking diploma, and you're going to sell that as merch, and they did. <laughs> There's one thing I'm going to do, it is be a businesswoman and sell some fucking merch. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll never forget when we you were announced for Drag Race, Connor and I were so excited that you had a weekly show at Icon Astoria. And so we went and saw it. I think it was one of your last ones that you might have done before the pandemic. And I have never seen a one-woman drag show. I mean, you held it down for um, almost two hours. You did the drag 
Um, is it called Drag Roulette at the end where yeah. you did all the numbers? Our Drag Roulette. And you sat up on the stage and you sold merch from a bag at the end. It was just so special. Like, I was like, this girl is about to be huge. And this is like, it felt very intimate. Thank you. Yeah, it was, that was one of the best nights of my life. I knew that I like really owed so much to everybody at that bar because that was my first time that I ever hosted on the mic by myself. And I learned so much about myself and how to perform and how to host at that bar and the people like that bar used to have seven people there and wow. I would do that show on every Friday and it would grow and grow and grow to have it become what it becomes. And I mean, anytime I go back there, it's always packed and the best time ever, but the, the people who supported me from early on there really shaped my career and helped me get confidence in myself and, and believe in myself. And so I owed everything to that bar. So I was like, honey, I don't care if I'm signing posters and signing t-shirts until I'm, you know, blue in the arm, I will be doing that all fucking night. Cause this is my home. And um, yeah. Cool. Connor, weren't you at Icon recently? I was there last Friday night, like, yeah. at, like between 11 and 12. It was packed. Yeah, it's a great time. It was so fun. Also, when I'm not there, Petty Cash is hosting and she is incredible. She'll be on the show soon because she is such an iconic dancer. She is so funny and she is such a great point of view with drag. So I hope to see her on the race soon. <laughs> Who do you think is going to win? Hmm. It's tough. I have a feeling I'm rooting for Anitra at this moment. I so love amazing. Anitra, but I also, I think Lux is so wild and I love, like, she's just like this Brooklyn diva and I live for the girl. But I, I do think that I think Sasha might be taking it. She's yeah. got the most challenge wins. She hasn't been in the bottom. I still think that she had the best lip sync, lip -sync of the season. So I don't know. What do, what do y'all think? Yeah, I totally agree with you. I mean, I would love to see someone like Anitra win because yeah. she's had such an upward momentum. Totally. I do love Mistress. Love. Um, yeah, Mistress love. is so cool too. She'll <laughs> be back. She'll the pot in ways I wish I could, but yeah, she'll be back. That's but the thing. They're going to call her when she gets home from filming and they're going to say, yes, ready for All Star. <laughs> Exactly. They already would have gone if they already would have. Exactly. Um, <laughs> oh, right. They would have. <laughs> a part of me thought that they were going to Chad Michaels, Sasha at first and be like, you're this legacy performer. But the way that she's carried a lot of the season, winning yeah. challenges that I think she could have won other ones. You know, it's been really interesting right. the way they divided it up. Exactly. I think like... I think some people are like, oh, I don't know. Sasha shouldn't have won this challenge. I was like, well, there's challenges that she should have won that she didn't. Right. So, right. Exactly. Exactly. It, yeah, she's amazing. Balances in the drag race world. Totally. Have you gotten to interact with any of the season 15, 15 girls at all? Yeah, I actually have known a lot of them for a while. Like I, I knew Lucy and Marsha. Jax yeah. is another icon, Astoria queen. She's fantastic. Poppy and I grew up when we were like younger drag queens. She's fabulous. Robin Fierce from Connecticut. I love her. I've known her for years. Who else? Sugar and Spice. They made me over the week before I was literally being announced for Drag Race. I've met Sasha. I know Lux really well. I know oh Anitra. I, I know uh, Selena. I love all of those girls. They're a great, great cast. They should be really, really proud of themselves. Wait, Sugar and Spice, the only other pair of twins that I'll yeah. at this point <laughs> in my yes. Do they have like fake titties? Like are their chests like actually that muscular? Yeah, it's crazy. Their bodies are yeah. wild. Wait, oh my God. Speaking of like fitness and stuff, Jan, you're a soul cycle queen now. Oh my God, yes. Elspeth was um, telling me that I was, she was like, I know that you're doing the pod. I was like, yes, diva. I am here. And yeah, oh, I'm a, I'm a soul cycle head right now. I am in my soul cycle bag at the it's moment. It's so fun. I worked there for a few years uh, until oh, COVID. Work. Until COVID. But. Work. See, I was a flywheel girl way, way back many centuries ago. Dearly departed in, in COVID, of course. Right, exactly. Um, but yeah, I'm, I've been loving getting on the bike. I... I I did I did a class yesterday in DC before I had to do the show and I was like what am I doing right now you psycho I'm gagged <laughs> you're feeling the soul anyway really quick as we're nearing the end of this chat Jan I haven't asked you something else that we yeah. ask all of our guests about the moment you realized you enjoyed the arts we call it the ring of keys moment we borrow the term from fun home about that kind of light switch moment maybe you were watching something or consuming something that made you realize you loved the arts, the theater, darling. Yeah. I have to say my parents and my grandparents were very much very supportive of me being a performer from a very young age. 
And I'll always remember my very first concert that I went to, the first celebrity I ever met. I went to go see um, the Spice Girls in concert when I was five years old in Long Island. And that summer I went to go visit Jerry Hollowell, or maybe not that summer, but right after when she did her solo album, I met her and she told my grandparents, and my grandparents would never let me forget it. She was like, you were dancing in the crowd. You were living. You were having so much fun. You were getting the crowd excited. And I don't remember any of this, but my grandparents were like, you were getting everyone hyped up for this meet and greet with Ginger Spice. And she told my grandparents, she was like, one day he's going to be a star. And so I've always just latched on to that. And I was like, she told me when I was five years old. And so, honey, let's go and let's, let's, shoot, let's yes. shoot for it. And um, honey, we're, we're on our way with Miss Ginger Spice leading the brigade. So I would have to say, I think Spice World, mm. Spice Girls in general, like I have many recordings of me singing along to the girls. From a young age. My dad was a DJ too. So I've always loved music. My grandfather worked like with a bunch of artists. Like they were um, CPAs and they do taxes for people. And my grandfather was always doing artists. And so we were surrounded by just musicians and artists and people who just loved, you know, the culture of art. And it's it was amazing. I got to grow up in such a um, an eclectic environment with so many different mediums of art. And I felt so I feel so lucky that I got to do that looking back at it now. That is so beautiful that you were anointed literally at a young age by one of the Spice Girls. I know. It's really crazy. <laughs> it's really crazy. In my head, I wish it would have been sporty because then you know, you ultimately went on to be Jan Sport. You know what I mean? But I do love Ginger. You're so right. As... Like so full circle. <laughs> but hey, that's okay. Maybe I'll meet her and she'll tell me that I'm going to be a star one day too. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh my God. Mel C. Mel C. I yes. turn to you. Also, Dancing with the Stars alumna, but (laughs) (laughs) it all comes back. Um, So when did you start performing in theater? I started performing in theater when I was 10 years old. My first show was Oklahoma. And I just loved to do theater when I was younger. Um, I went to Catholic school and I did school. I did my school shows pretty much. And then there was a theater company that worked out, um, that worked in the school and it was run by like our vice principal. So I would do those shows. That's cool. A little bit. Yeah, it was, it was really cool. And I got to um, do that. I took a little break for soccer for a while, which was, oh well. Then I went to school, but honey, yeah, from the ripe young age of 10, my parents said, we're going to throw you into a musical, my, my love. Now, and, was uh, that controversial to be doing a sport and theater at the same time? I know that some schools, they kind of try and pigeonhole you down one path. Yeah. So it wasn't really an issue until high school. Like they did not, like, it wasn't that they tried to push me like into any path. They were just like, you're gay. You you want to do the show? You play soccer. And I'm like, okay. Like if you didn't know that I was a flaming homosexual <laughs> from the second I walked into the school my freshman year, I don't know what to tell you, sweets. But yeah, people people did not like that when I started to do the musicals at school. But wow. you know, honey, I and then I did Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. Shut the girl down. Close every and, door to and, me. And, and, oh yeah. And I closed every door to the haters yes. in that moment because <laughs> girl. And and I opened my career door and I said, sweetie, she's the lead in this musical and we're, this will not be the last time. Yes. And, and, and I, and I let the girls have it at school because my teachers anytime, <laughs> because I would get bullied like decently, um, not like horrible, but like in a way, yeah. but my teachers would always be like, did you see this bitch in the musical? This bitch, yeah. my, my Catholic school teacher, did you see this bitch in the musical? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but they would always defend me. They would always be like, if you're going to make fun of him, you have a really big storm coming because yeah. he's really talented and you're all missing out on it. And I, w- I always felt so appreciative of that. I remember it's always fun, like, you know, going to school the next day after there was a performance and like hoping that some teacher or somebody w- would have been there and seen you and recognized you for it. That's that's like very vindicating, I think, too, especially if there was it- some bullying. Yeah, it it was a big deal, like, at our school. And, like, it, all the performances are sold out. We added performances. I think we did, like, a number at a school assembly. Like, it was, like, a big deal. And I was just, like, close every door. Like, just, like, living my life. Were you wearing, like, a, like a, what do they call it? Like, a loincloth type situation? Oh, I ha- I had the cloth on. I had a little headband with some hair on the back, like not even like full wefts, just like little strands. And, but I, you couldn't tell me that I wasn't feeling absolutely puss in that moment. (laughs) You couldn't. 
did they have a girl like from like the local school play the narrator or did they cast men as the narrators no so we would get all the girls from the local schools any girl was allowed to audition um in the area and so they would get girls from the other schools and and honey it was great we had four narrators they were giving us four-part harmony down the set had a rotating stage like it was it was wild like it was it was better than any high school production actually needed to be the doors (laughs) that opened for hamilton because my god the turntables (laughs) the queen of the night (laughs) (laughs) oh my god but i i'm so sad because i don't have any video of that anywhere Mm -hmm. and i wish that i did it was so special and um there's no video of it anywhere sometimes it lives better in memory you know totally exactly that to me was the peak of my career and yeah. i'm totally happy to live in that fantasy sort of talking about musical roles we do have some some people wrote in asking about about some different roles that um, yes. maybe you dreamed to do one day katie wanted to know what your dream role would be for yourself and what what would be a dream role for jan okay out of drag i think i would love to do i would love to do joseph again that was like truly like that needs i need to do that and it's, it's due it's due past due rent has been due mm. for that okay <laughs> we need so we need a gay 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 joseph to get on that stage and just sing for her supper and i'm the queen to do it i want to do it so bad <laughs> and then i think in drag i would i honey i do not have the c's for miss glinda i think i could be a good glinda if they lowered some of it i'm I'm working on it with the voice teacher my my incredible voice teacher yes. Corey. shout out to you Corey jennings but I would love to do Sally Bowles in Cabaret. I think that'd be so fun and gritty. And I just love, or or another one, because that one's a little serious. I love a character role. I would love to do like Ado Annie in Oklahoma too. And how full circle that Yes. Yes. I mean, yes. just, I'm just a girl who can't say no Wait. with a country accent. Hilarious. I could see it. I could totally see totally. it. Totally see it. In my I head, I'm thinking it. of roles for you. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say, if you have any, please bring them my way. Oh yeah, yeah. We'll we'll talk about it another time. And then totally. Cody asked what your go-to musical theater shower song is. Ooh, Cody, great question. I would have to say I think it's gonna be Oh my God, you guys, or so much better from Legally Blonde. Mm-hmm. Or <laughs> I also love <laughs> Notice Me Horton randomly. I'll just scream it out. <laughs> I, you know that which which is another musical that's due another. Yes past due here and and i think they're coming because if there's one thing that i think society is leaning into these days it's c-a-m-p camp and we need to get those shows back on the great white way Mm -hmm. and give some give a little razzle dazzle camp totally we do people are saying that bad cinderella is camp i don't know if it actually i haven't seen it yet i want to see it because i love camp yeah me too i want to see it too wait speaking of legally blonde aren't you doing a legally blonde moment in new york yeah scene? we're doing uh at the her party uh luis fernando and nick laughlin do a her party at um it's called her at three dollar bill every saturday and we are doing legally blonde on april 8th so oh honey come out check it out we're going to be doing a bunch of different numbers it's going to be a lot of fun will you be l love i will be i will be performing as l for some numbers okay. yes okay. it's not going to be the full production of course and julian cookies are headlining if you know julian and his work oh my god absolutely and we're both going to be we're i think we're tag teaming as l and i for one can't wait you know it needs to be split i mean laura bell bundy did what needed to be done but it is a beast of a role it is 100%. 100%. It needs to be divided and conquered. Mm-hmm. The narrators were. Like the narrators. Why pit two women against each other? Oh I my know. God. <laughs> okay, a couple more questions. Now, there were a lot oh, of people good. who wrote in asking if um, Stephanie's child will be reuniting anytime in the near future. You know, Stephanie's child is on a little bit of a hiatus right now. But we are all working on our own things. Rosé is in Titanic. Laguna is working on her own album. Rosé is going on tour later on in the year. I'm doing my own things. I'm going on tour. I'm working on my own music. So when the time is right, there there is potential for for a re-hearkening of the girls. I love it. Oh, you know, I saw y'all do Heather's one time. I saw y'all do Candy Store. At 54, yes. That was such a fun night. Oh my God, that was fun. Mm -hmm. I was freaking out. It was allergy season and I said, Mama, she's not going to hit the note. She squeaked it out. We got by. Oh, you got (laughs) it. It was amazing. That was probably the first time I saw you actually in drag. Wow. Oh my God. You were, I think you were 
a younger queen. Like it was, you were newer to the scene. I want to say. Yeah, I had to maybe have been in drag maybe two years. I think okay. I'm heading into my seventh year now. Maybe so. Yeah, it's a while ago. Okay, I've been doing it for that long. So yeah, so seven years ago, my I can track wow. that because my boyfriend and I just hit seven year anniversary. So Congrats. thank you so Amazing. much, humble. You know, I was yeah. hoping you would say that, but um, 2016. Was when you started that niche. Right? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's when I started. Pre Orange Man. <gasps> oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like when it was all just a joke. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> right. Oh. Right. Jesus. That's crazy. It was another it world. It was a completely different world back then. It's all just a blur to me at this point, not to make it dark, but I'm like, <laughs> I can barely remember any of that. I think just like this whole world this past couple of years has been really traumatizing. And, yes. and now we've, we've suppressed a lot of that from the past, unfortunately. <laughs> Bobby wanted to know if you're letting loose. Oh, mama, am I letting loose? Absolutely. The question is, are you letting loose, Bobby? Mm. I need to throw it back to you. (laughs) Um, I hope everybody who's listening to this is not only listening to this incredible pod, but is also listening to Let Loose, the remix, the Andrews Angels edition remix. Yes. Um, And now Andrew is your, like one of your creative consultants, right? Yes. Andrew is my best friend in this life. And um, definitely my creative partner. He is the most talented person I know. Literally can anything that you want him to do, he can do in a heartbeat and make it look easy and simple. And um, I'm so happy that he's getting the recognition that he deserves for this Let Loose song because it is so campy, but it's so catchy. And if Andrew's going to do one thing, he's going to write a catchy ass song. And I'm so happy that everyone's falling in love with it. Well, he wrote Janice as well, right? He sure did. And he wrote Sweet and Sour for Lemon's Talent Show too for um, uh, UK vs. the World. Crazy. So crazy. He's oh, so wow. hot too. And he follows drama on Twitter. I must say he follows drama. <laughs> I on love it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I love it. I don't know oh why, but he does. I'll tell the girl. Yeah. Hey. Last question from <laughs> Max. He wants to know if you would ever return for a Verse the World series of Drag Race. I think it's time. Yeah. I think I'm ready to go back. Okay. I think I used to say no. Now I'm like, definitely. I want to go back and well, it's it's crazy. I feel like from season 12 and All-Stars, I went back so quickly and didn't have time to like learn or any uh, have any of that marinate from those two seasons it was just like bada bang bada boom the world wasn't even opening i wasn't touring i had no idea the impact of like what some of the things that i was doing would have on people and which was so incredible to experience when we finally got to go out in the world but i'm like i have that experience now and i'm a different person like and if i was having fun before i'm gonna have the most fun now Mm -hmm. like i feel like i feel like it's just it's time i'm ready Mm -hmm. We're ready for you. Oh my yeah. God. It's going to be so good. Um, okay. We've talked about a lot of things, but before we say goodbye, we do like to end with a dose of yes. drama. This could be something that's on your mind. Do you want to rant about it? You want to rave about it? You want to share, promote, et cetera, et cetera. And I didn't have one coming in today, but in our pre-recording chat, we talked about Kelsey Ballerini. Yes. And y'all, listen, I am obsessed with her ever since she performed at SNL a few weeks ago. She's got this new divorce EP called, I think it's called Rolling Up the Welcome Mat. Word. But y'all, it's it. She delivers. And on SNL, she's giving peak drama. She sings this beautiful song called Penthouse, and she ate that. She really did what needed to be done. If there's one thing a fierce woman is going to do, it's write a sickening divorce album and deliver. Mm -hmm. Okay? Period. Good for Miss Kelsey. Yeah, so... For everyone listening, I'm in Austin right now getting ready to perform at the Country Music Awards. By the time that this is out, you'll have um, seen the performance with Kelsey Ballerini, too, if you go down. But, honey, yeah, we're raving about yes. the girl. I, 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 Truth be told, um, before going into this, I, was, uh, I did not know too much of her discography, but I'm really glad that I got to fall into it because she's so sweet and I'm so glad that she had us. It's yeah. amazing. Oh, that is so cool. Yeah. She's great. She's great. And and she acts. She I can't acts wait. while she performs, from what I can tell. So Hell I'm excited yeah. that she's... She weaponized her BFA on yeah. SNL. Oh. <laughs> I'm excited to see y'all at the CMAs, she's too, because I feel like this is... We need this now more than ever. Yeah. 
I thought was going to be kind of my drama. I'm like, yeah. there's just so much going on right now in the world with drag. I still can't believe that we've gotten this far with so many different topics, like to be honest, and I can list and go and name, but since I'm a drag queen, I'll talk about the drag. And I just can't believe that it's illegal now in parts of the country to literally not do and perform as drag. It's, it's completely a violation of uh, freedom of speech and freedom of expression. And I think that everybody who's so up in arms uh, about arms and the second amendment I think that they really need to look back at what the problem is with our country and fundamentally that is guns. So I'm going to rant about that and say, sweeties, get it together. That's what this performance is kind of all about with Kelsey. And I'm really excited that we get to have the platform to do that and say something and speak out about it. And very grateful for Paramount Plus for facilitating all of that. Paramount has always been such a great parent company to RuPaul's Drag Race and World of Wonder. And they've given me opportunity after opportunity. And uh, I think that this is one of the biggest yet that uh, I'll always remember this in my career. So shout out to yes. y'all. Thank oh you. Oh my God, I love it. You're a Paramount girl. <laughs> I'm you a are. Girl. I'm a Paramount <laughs> girl for sure. I love them. I love them. I love them. So was The Bitch Who Stole Christmas Paramount? No, that was World okay. of Wonder. That was World of Wonder. Okay. It, it might be streaming on Paramount. I don't know if they did that, but it, it was technically okay. World of Wonder. That's it, my dose of drama is that it was, <laughs> it's a new Christmas classic in our house. <gasps> it is so fun. It's you so are fun. amazing in it. Thank and you. Krista has done our podcast. She was our first ever guest actually oh, on the podcast. I love her. Mm-hmm. Um, she loves you. She lo- She said her favorite memory from filming was working with you and Brooklyn and uh, that crew. Was it Ginger as well? Ginger and Peppermint. Yeah. Peppermint, the five yeah. of us. Like, oh my God. We literally were begging them to make a spinoff with us we were like please like bring us to the beach like bring the right. five of us to the beach like we'll barb and star it like it yes. would be so much fun and and i don't think it i i don't think it's getting greenlit but um <laughs> a, girl, a girl can dream a girl can right. dream <laughs> oh so you fun. never I know loved paramount it. loves you and y- yeah i could weasel thing. my way in there yeah yeah nice. so we got the the remix coming out you've got some touring coming up uh, the last question I do kind of want to ask is, and Connor usually asks this question, what is your dream right now in your life? Like where mm. where you're heading, where Jan is heading? Yeah, I have two that are really in front of me right now. The one thing that I want to do and something that I'm uh, excited to announce, this will also be announced by, by the time the podcast comes out, but I am starting my own podcast called Unpacked with Jan Sport. And it's going to be a fun little topic pop culture drag race review moment for me and um, yes. that's coming out and I, I can't wait to do that and that just kind of came from my love of just like talking and connecting with people and I'm going to have guests you know pretty much every week or every other week and um, I really want to be like a talk show host like that's something that I would love 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 to do um, you'd be so, amazing thank you thanks and and let me tell y'all a sidebar y'all I made me feel so comfortable this entire time. And I had so much fun with both of y'all. Thank you for having me and, and letting me feel so good and, and, you know, getting to know both of y'all more too. It's, it's been so much fun. Um, oh my and, gosh. And y'all, honey, we're, we're all doing it too. We're, we're all being talk show hosts right now. It's, yes! it's incredible. I love it. Oh Thank God, you. Jan, that, that means, means a lot. World. Seriously. Yeah, it does come from you. It means a lot. Thanks, y'all. Thanks. I'm excited that we're now friends and, I, and I'll see oh, you in Columbus. I know. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whenever you come next, because, you know. Whenever, we'll... Yeah, whenever I come, everybody, there will be a day that's announced all of the Columbus listeners out there. I ha- do have confirmation that the girls will be coming back to Columbus, yes. Ohio. Stay tuned for the date sooner than you think. We're we're excited to come. We can't. Yes. I can't wait, yes. I can't wait to see you. It's going to be so much fun. That's my literal literal favorite place in america to perform it's no shade to my other places that i love y'all know that i love i love dc i love boston i love roscoe's in chicago but honey my my place is columbus ohio it's axis baby i love it yes oh my gosh oh i love i can't wait for your podcast that's gonna be great and i feel like are you so with the episodes when you don't have guests will you be solo yeah and I'm tough. but like you saw me do a two hour show by myself. Like mm-hmm. if there's one thing I can do, it is rant about something by myself. So I'm uh, I'm I'm excited. Yeah. And and I'm gonna try to have a guest as, as I would say probably every other week, but there's some times where I just need to let some things loose, as they say, and uh <laughs> and uh and and have a moment with myself. So I'm excited to get started with it. It's gonna be really cool. 
Amazing. Oh, I love well, you it. said there was two things that you wanted to share. Was there one other yeah. thing as well? And then music. I'm working on some original music. Goal is to have two EPs come out. One being just like showcase of different types of genres that I like and that I'm interested in that I think would be cool to share and explore for just me as an artist. And then I'm going to do a Christmas EP. And um, I love Christmas. And I have been lucky enough to tour with Murray and Peter the past two years. And I've been on all the tour dates. And I've gotten standing ovations across the nation. And it's been the coolest thing ever. And the kids have been saying, Jan, where's the EP? And I finally said, sweets, it's coming. So that's going to happen this year. I've seen clips of you doing, was it All Holy Night? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you. you. It's Lay. Thank you. And you know, that used to be Michelle Visage's track on the Christmas tours. Oh, my God. Well, this is the bitch who stole Christmas. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. At least she has a recording of it. There's like a Christmas Queens album. Oh, my God. Oh, we're all oh, ago. You're right. There is. And they. <laughs> Before every Murray and Peter show, they play the We Wish You a Merry Christmas with all of the oh. girls on there. Oh, okay. my God. So, yes, I do know that album. And I know. Yes. I think Thorgy like accompanies uh, uh, Michelle on something. I don't know. It's it's very vintage. Oh, uh, oh my vintage. I love <laughs> vintage drag race is yeah. Oh, I miss it. I do miss it. I know. Well, Jan, listen, yeah. <laughs> this was so freaking fun. You are so easy to talk to. Oh, thanks, guys. So are y'all. You're so talented. I can't wait to see everything that has the world is not Thank ready you. for Jan. <laughs> you know, honey, I'm just trying to have fun. One day at a time, just doing the things that I love to do. So thanks for, you know, having me on here and, and, you know, getting, giving me an opportunity to share that with y'all. Thanks. Leisure is ours. And now everyone can find you. You're at Jan 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 on Twitter and Instagram and on TikTok, which you're stirring up the the rumor mills on TikTok with your behind the scenes too. You're at Jan Sport. Jan Sport NYC 12. Okay. Oh yeah. (laughs) That was funny. I was like, why am I getting in trouble for this? I I didn't say anything that I thought that would get me into trouble. So oops. But um, yeah. Yeah. It's all fun. Honey. Honey, I get, but it's interesting. I when I see them for like Survivor or like America's Next Top Model, I'm like, oh, people want to know about this too. And I'm like, honey, yeah, here you go. it's fun. It's so fun, and it's yeah, it's not like seeing how the sausage gets made fully. You know, it's exactly, exactly. It's cute. Just a little sprinkle. Yeah, totally. Well, break a leg in Austin, and we will Thank see you, you. All of us will see you soon and hear you soon on your podcast and the Let Loose Remix. This has been so fun. While everyone's following Jan, follow us. She already has. She already has. Why haven't you? We're at the Drama Podcast. Connor <laughs> is at Connor McDowell. I am at Dylan McDowell. And Connor, I will see you next time. Drama. Drama.